we believe that people should buy into clothing that won't necessarily go off, so move away from fast fashion. And if we can do that in a way that's ethical, responsible, and looks after the people that's producing our clothing, then it's kind of a triple win for our customers. Hi, I'm Sebastian Volney, and this is the Sustainable Fashion Wingman, the podcast helping you find out more about the brands, innovations, and careers from the world of sustainable fashion. I'm really excited that we're actually up to our sixth episode of the podcast, so I want to thank everyone for listening, for your support. There's a lot of episodes in the pipeline, so keep an ear out for what's to come. And if you run a brand, a service, or work in a job that contributes towards sustainable fashion, and you think you'd make a good fit for the show, please get in touch via our Instagram page about being a guest. Now, the fashion industry is responsible, as you'll often hear, for 10% of today's carbon emissions globally. Something today's guest, Josh Carpenter, is familiar with and has set out to tackle in his own brand. A new name to the fashion scene, but built on a long, mapped-out plan to be sustainably focused, the menswear brand Altered is providing a stylish yet conscientious and affordable alternative to fast fashion. But what are some of the environmental concerns in starting a fashion brand these days? And how has Josh set out to address these from the start with Altered? Well, let's find out. Hi, Josh. Good to catch up with you again. How are you doing? Hey, Seb. I'm really good, thank you. I've just got back from a a little nice break to Malta um, and now back in sunny England. Sunny England, yes, indeed. And quarantine, no doubt. Yeah, five days. Not too bad, but yeah, nice to get away. Um, Thank you for having me on, though. It was really nice to speak to you. You're welcome. Good to speak to you again. And not a bad time to quarantine, to be fair, seeing as it's, uh, it's wet. So how are things going with the business now that people are getting back to being more social? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely opened things up for us. Um, One part that we definitely found, and it was a bit disappointing, we launched kind of in the height of whatever lockdown it was now, lockdown three, I think. Um, So everyone was stuck at home and generally speaking, not really going out and, and, and kind of looking any good, let's say. So um since we've been kind of open again we've definitely seen quite a few more kind of sales from friends of friends or people wearing their outed out and about which has been really great to see so uh yeah it's uh it's definitely been been good it's nice to kind of get get a bit more open yes it is and it's, and it's probably going to be good as well for a lot more brands that are less casual wear brands less you know lounge wear brands obviously um i'm sure a lot of the occasional wear and formal brands have been looking forward to things opening up a lot more and i think so many people have been been kind of recommending oh why don't you do face masks and all of that but yeah we'll we'll focus on kind of post-pandemic clothing and I mean, because you opened this year as well, I guess you're you knew that it was going to be a time when things would open up and you'd probably hit that rush anyway with your own product. And a lot of people are doing face masks as well, so not everybody needs to do them. Regarding sustainability, obviously it's very important to you. So what made you want to start a sustainable brand? I think so um the idea around Outed came about um it was actually February twenty twenty, so just before COVID had hit our news screens and, and myself and Matt who uh, founded Outed with me 
we were sat in a pub, had a few beers, and we were kind of just sitting there being like, well, isn't it frustrating that we wear typically plain and boring clothing, uh, with all respect to myself and Matt, um, but why can boring, plain, essential clothing not be good for the planet? I mean, you just can't seem to get two and two together. High quality clothing shouldn't ultimately have to cost the planet. So for us, like we both go, Matt, Matt now works uh, for a fashion company, uh, kind of a high street retailer. Um, I've been working for a company that's a B Corp already. Um, so kind of sustainability as along with kind of fashion has been both of our kind of passions and this has really brought that together excellent so working for b corp has obviously given you some strong insights into the industry already to help you have a good foundation to the business yeah definitely and i mean we we both met whilst working at next actually um and that in itself was quite interesting i think one thing that we quickly found to be let's say concerning about the fashion industry is that kind of ultimately money is the the be all and end all and that's something that we're passionate about not becoming so can you tell us what the core values of altered are and what they mean for you yeah sure so our values are ultimately balancing people planet and profit and we think that fundamentally that balance is is out of kilt so we believe that high quality clothing shouldn't have to cost the planet. Uh, we believe that people should buy into clothing that won't necessarily go off, so move away from fast fashion. Um, and if we can do that in a way that's ethical, responsible, and looks after the people that's producing our clothing, then it's kind of a triple win for our customers. So your product is very much built on quality and timelessness and giving them a sustainable verified option definitely and i think for for us kind of there's two sides of sustainability and um that we believe in anyway the first is that our our clothing is genuinely sustainable we use certified organic cotton we don't air freight we do x y and z more but the other side of things is that we are also producing clothing that ultimately should never go out of fashion that along with it being high quality means that the t-shirt, the outer t-shirt that you might buy from us should be still in your wardrobe being used kind of many times a week or many times a month, let's say, in a few years to come. Yes, yeah, so that's another side of, of making products a lot more a lot more sustainable, like you say, is the fact that they do last longer. And there are many products out there, but often they're quite high quality you know luxurious and expensive products that will last longer um, but not everyone can afford them and I think that's one of the things about Altered that you're trying to achieve is to provide a more like you say a more basic alternative yet high quality product that is affordable but will last much longer have you how have you ensured that um, sustainable and ethical practices are reflected in Altered's production process and products. So I know you mentioned GOTS, for example, as one as one area there. What are other areas that you're, that you're doing to ensure the products are sustainable? Yeah, for sure. So I guess coming back to the, the thing that I previously said was that ultimately they're very high quality. I think we, we all often get a kind of a lot of people saying, um, the, the phrase we like to use is being surprised and delighted. So people might spend £20 on a T-shirt and whereas previously they might have not received a great T-shirt for £20, 
our customers are generally very surprised and delighted by the quality. Um, the other element is that we've also kind of been extensively working with with the right kind of people. So we source from Portugal. Um, we source swing tickets that are locally sourced to the factory instead of flying them in. Um, but the factory that we use uh, out in Porto is a family factory. We actually, um, I'm sure we'll come on to talk about COVID and the pandemic, but um, for us, kind of, we spent a lot of time the last kind of year and a half trying to source the correct factory, the one which fit our values and was one that kind of was willing to work with us in the future to kind of work on the more sustainable products. There's a lot uh, kind of around with kind of like bamboo clothing, that kind of stuff. So we just would like to be kind of moving with the forefront of technology as well into the future. So that's quite important for us. That's very important, and I think it's something that a lot of brands are doing these days, especially the new startups. Um, and you say that you're working in Portugal, and of course you're saying that you're you're sourcing uh, not just about the product itself, but you're sourcing the labelling and the packaging as well locally to to cut down on your carbon emissions. And one of the things about Altered is that you very much look at reducing carbon, um, and you know you you market your product as um, low carbon product how does that how do you work to ensure that that is implemented as well yeah so i mean fundamentally there's a lot out there with not just sustainability but being kind of low carbon carbon neutral carbon positive you know there's so much out there and we really wanted just to go for low carbon approach just because if anything it gets people thinking um carbon obviously coming back to what you said at the start seb 10% of today's carbon emissions are from the fashion industry. So we kind of even though there's a lot to go after in terms of improvement, we know that kind of a lot of water is used in cotton, that kind of stuff. Carbon is the be all and end all for us. We want to try and drive that down. So at the moment, we know that our by using our kind of certified organic cotton, we know that that is less kind of intensive on the environment also we ship it we don't send it on a plane so that's better from portugal um we used an electric vehicle to send it from portugal to the uk and then we also try and kind of as you said source kind of sustainable packaging as well so we can be pretty sure that we're we're better already in terms of carbon than the kind of industry standard um, but what we do is we kind of take at the moment, we don't have to scale to kind of do the carbon calculations ourselves. Unfortunately, it's something I like feel very passionate about doing in the future. But what we do is we take an industry standard uh, for a kind of production of a T-shirt. We double it and then that's how much off that's how much carbon we offset. So, yeah, there's there's kind of a lot going on with us with carbon. Um, at the moment, kind of, there is kind of a lot of press with carbon, and there's something that we want to kind of be clear on going into the future. Uh, it would be great, kind of, to have kind of swing tickets on the product which said how much carbon was going into it. I know brands like Allbirds are quite clear on that, so that's something that we kind of look up to do and aspire to be like in the future. And as a new brand, of course. It is very much about baby steps anyway. Um, yeah. You can't expect, like like you say, a lot of the larger brands like Allbirds, for example, they're, for sure. they're leading the way, but yeah. they have the capacity and the ability to do that. Um, and as a new startup, it's yeah. it's good to have the intention there and then obviously follow that up, which 
is what you're trying to do. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's a journey. Ultimately, we we like to think that we want kind of customers to buy outed now and then kind of come on this journey with us to become zero carbon ultimately. How we get there, we're not sure when we'll get there, hopefully kind of in the next few years. Um, but yeah, we're kind of quite keen for people to join us on this journey. Yes, and it is a learning curve. And like you say, people, not just consumers joining you on the journey as well, but a lot of people out there have the knowledge to to help you get there as Definitely, well. And I'm sure yeah. you're working with those people too. Yeah, for sure. And you were talking previously about the pandemic, um, starting up a business in the yeah. pandemic is never easy, as, as as a lot of people will know. Yeah. Uh, what has it had a positive effect, do you think, on the sustainable consumer and awareness, the pandemic? I think ultimately, you would like to think that it will have a sustainable, Im- uh, sorry, a positive impact. Um, I think there's always the concern that people will, will revert back to old ways. But I think if anything, people saw what happened in the height of the pandemic with kind of emissions going down, pollution going down. People saw kind of pictures of the sea that looked like the sea instead of brown sludge. So, yeah, I I really do hope that people do kind of keep it up. I think people will hopefully make a lot more kind of considered choices when it comes to purchases Um, and hopefully will kind of think think a bit more kind of carefully and take a bit more time and thinking kind of do I actually need that product should we buy less but buy kind of quality over quantity yeah and I guess that's what your brand does as well is providing that alternative option there yeah for sure I I think kind of coming back to setting up the brand during the pandemic I mean, yeah, it it definitely raised kind of issues. Like it would have been great to go out to Portugal um, and kind of spend more time in the factory. However, unfortunately, and obviously we couldn't do that. But what we were able to do is spend a lot more time on perfecting kind of the branding, the image. Kind of we went through many kind of logo changes. We wanted to make sure the product was right. So um, we also knew that kind of we had a lot more time than we would have normally just fitting in production in the factory so for us that kind of did push us back but it provided us with a great opportunity just to kind of refine the product so now we're kind of really comfortable with the fit the styling the kind of well everything really on a really kind of small scale so obviously the pandemic caused a lot of challenges to to many brands many businesses especially startups Um, so obviously that was one of them that you found get into a factory and actually being able to check it out because I know personally that you want to check out those factories before working with them um, to make sure that they, they fit you know what your goals are. Yep for sure and thankfully Matt the founder who, who does Outed alongside me he's had that relationship with this factory for a number of years so thankfully kind of if we were starting from scratch it, it would definitely have pushed us back until we would have been able to go out and see them face to face. And was there any other challenges that you found that the pandemic caused? Uh, I think the main one is kind of people passing on, kind of sharing the love of Outed, let's say. So I touched on it a bit, but kind of with things opening up, kind of a a couple of friends kind of messaging me um, kind of independently saying, oh, I've just been in a pub and my friend's seen my T-shirt and kind of, 
he's just bought one. So it's little things like that that you just don't get kind of organically um, when you're kind of sat online, really. So, yeah, it's, be, it's been nice to see. It was definitely a challenge when we started just because we we definitely had to rely a lot more on kind of friends and friends and family, that kind of stuff. Um, than we would have liked to um, you know we didn't get the opportunity to kind of go out and kind of have a pop-up yet so it's something that we're excited about doing in the future. That's very true actually you're right um, in the sense that that must be a huge challenge for a lot of startup brands even if there are you know e-commerce online uh, brands and that's clearly a, a strong way that brands have been selling now but there is that organic word of mouth reputation that is underestimated clearly um and that's what you want for your brand isn't it to be able to get people to talk about it see it being worn and it's a very significant it's a very noticeable logo um and it will get people talking yeah and i mean that's kind of what i want the kind of conversation to drive it's not necessarily people buying into it but if someone's wearing an outed t-shirt and they know a bit about what outed stands for for them to kind of champion, you know, and even if they can change that person's opinion, it sounds a bit lame, but kind of even if they can just get them to think, ah, oh, where do you get your T-shirt from? Or maybe try not to buy from there, you know, think a bit more about the planet when you buy your T-shirt. <laughs> That's actually quite funny. Um, and I actually absolutely <laughs> agree with you, to be fair. And it would be great if people could talk about their clothes a bit more in a very positive light in a more positive light than than people often do now sometimes people don't want to admit where they've uh, where they bought <laughs> yeah. their products from if they are being you know sustainably conscious um you're based in london and although you know altered is available online i understand that some customers get a surprise with a particular low carbon method of delivery do you want to tell us a bit about that yeah for sure so I mean, one thing that we kind of keep up our sleeve a bit is that when when we do receive an order in London, um, nine times out of ten, we will thankfully be able to deliver it by bicycle. Um, not only does this make for a kind of a very sustainable delivery in terms of no carbon, but it also means it's pretty fast. So I think we had one last week where, um, conveniently for me anyway, uh, it was just around the corner from our um, kind of DC, so uh, we were we were able to leave the customer with a bit of, a bit of a surprise look on his face because I think his his order arrived within about twenty minutes. So yeah, it's it won't always be twenty minutes, um, but where we can, it will be fast. So yeah, think delivery, but for clothes, and that's just something that kind of I'd you probably come on to to ask Seb in terms of what's the feasibility of doing this but there's a phrase kind of that I quite like which is how can you stay small as you grow big and for us that's such an important thing there's so many parts of a kind of startup or a business that that has core values and principles but it's really important that if Outed is lucky enough to kind of grow that we can still kind of maintain all of these little kind of niches that make Outed what it is kind of today so it's something that we would love to roll out um kind of if we were going to get kind of that scale in the future who knows whether we could talk to companies such as delivery might be an that would be amazing for them. <laughs> that would be amazing and it is you're right it's one of those little niche little niche kind of touches that is going to get people talking about the altered brand and it is quite a nice a nice thing to have you know like you say like delivery for example delivering your clothes as well 
definitely have talks with them. I think it, I think it's a good yeah, way to do it. Yeah, it gets, gets more vans off the road anyway. We see enough Amazon Prime fans around, don't we? Yeah, that's very true. So you're looking to maybe scale this in the future. And I do like, I do like that saying that you had there about trying to stay small even as you grow and not losing that personal touch. For sure. And I mean, if you do order from Outed, then you'll see kind of the personal touch that goes into your delivery. But it's kind of little things like we've, uh, I don't want to spoil the surprise for any of our customers, but um, kind of we have this thing called the Outed Circle, uh, whereby kind of we just get kind of people to be ambassadors for the brand. So we're not asking people to go out and be kind of um, green champions. But as I say, like, the more people that ultimately buy, whether it's Outed or Patagonia or you know other sustainable brands out there, that ultimately the better we are in doing moving away from fast fashion. We're also kind of increasing the pressure for these big companies to do more themselves. So, yeah, I I really doubt, and, and I, well, they won't be, but H and M won't be having a kind of urgent meeting saying, oh. Have you heard about this new brand outed? They definitely won't be doing that. But ultimately, kind of, if we can try and kind of, you know, to grow the sustainable clothing kind of hype, then it's only going to do good for kind of the whole of the fashion industry. Yes, absolutely. And lots of brands that I've spoken to as well have all said a similar thing. It's all about, you know, yes, they're little voices, but if there's enough little voices talking about the right direction that the industry should be going in then it'll make the larger voices listen up and it'll make the consumer follow suit as well because it's what the consumer a lot of the consumers are now wanting after all and you mentioned about um i know we said that you're doing e-commerce uh but you also mentioned about pop-ups and i know that you're looking to perhaps go into online marketplaces as well is that the future for altered I'm pretty open actually as to kind of what the future will be, whether it's bricks and mortar or staying online, I'm not too sure. Um, it's it's pretty tricky to know really and it's something I'm pretty comfortable with. But you know, if for the time being, we're looking at kind of any opportunities to grow, but in the right places, it comes down to kind of from kind of Instagram level, we only want to work with influencers that are right for us we don't want to work with influencers that are doing kind of top man or boohoo and then next week out of clothing you know so for us we kind of we we see growth as kind of it needs to be sustainable growth there are kind of some on, online marketplaces we're working with one actually called generous ape which is quite a cool one that's starting up um trying to get onto a couple others um but then also you did mention the pop-ups it's it's going to be something maybe to look out for on our social platforms. But yeah, when stuff does open up a bit more, we definitely want to do a pop-up, combine it with a bit of a launch party, that kind of stuff. So exciting times. Yeah, sounds very exciting. And uh, yeah, launch parties, I'll be expecting my invitation <laughs> in the post. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And also just touching upon again about the growth of Altered and your previous background working in B Corp. Is that something that you would be looking to achieve in the future as well yeah i mean the b corp challenge is one that kind of will be very tricky but that's kind of my end goal um 
well not end goal but <laughs> it is ultimately kind of the accreditation that we want and we we feel like we deserve um outed is is kind of we want to be uber transparent we want to be kind of at the top of everything let's say so b corp is that in the fashion industry i think you mentioned set that there's only kind of what was it six six to ten fashion companies that b corp accredited so so yeah, it's it's gonna be tough, but kind of coming back, we want we might not be there yet due to our scale and kind of not having, let's say, the the transparency that we need just due to our scale. But we want people to come on this journey with us. You know, people might be listening, thinking, oh, "I'm not actually quite sure what a B Corp is," but go and have a look, especially in the food and beverage place. Really easy to swap to a B Corp, um, and yeah, hopefully you'll see out of clothing there one day well it's good to have aspirations and you might as well reach for the skies because that's generally how people how people grow right how businesses grow and and yes b corp it's uh not many fashion companies in the uk have achieved b corp there are quite a few who are hoping to uh that i've spoken to in the past and actually if the listeners want to keep their eye out or ears out for the podcast in the future we may be having a little treat from b corp themselves um, so Josh, it has been absolutely great talking to you and learning all about Altered. Obviously, people can check you out online or on your Instagram, which the uh, details will be in the description of the episode. And if there's any doubt about sustainable casual wear could be affordable, well, think again and check out the timeless and stylish range at Altered. Thanks again, Josh. Thank you so much. And thank you for our listeners. This has been the Sustainable Fashion Wingman podcast. And I'm Sebastian, helping you dress, live and work more sustainably. Sustainable.